The House Oversight Committee holds a debate on the dangers of vaping, and Rashida Tlaib, who was the acting chair of that committee, makes an absolute fool of herself against someone she doesn't agree with. The Huffington Post thinks that fat is sexy and that should be uh, embraced. Okay, I think they're looking at it the wrong way, sort of. Yeah, we're going to get into that. And the woke scolds go after the new movie, Joker, which, by the way, looks pretty freaking awesome. Everyone is talking about the new impeachment hearings that are going to be thrown at Donald Trump. And I don't want to talk about it anymore because I just don't care. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. How you guys doing tonight? Uh, what a great game yesterday. Uh, the Washington Nationals pulling it out in the bottom of the eighth inning. Oh, my Lord. And I know my podcast yesterday had nothing to do with politics or news or whatever. But I, what a great game. God bless sports. And also, I just walked back from the store, and I'm beginning to realize I live kind of in a shady neighborhood. I walked in. Some guy's cutting his pot plant. I walked by a new... Um, a, a, a brand new homeless encampment, and I, uh, I, I probably need to start moving. So I'm gonna have to actually monetize this so I can make some money so I can afford rent someplace else. But hey, welcome to California. But, but anyway, let's let's get to the news. We got the Dave rule. We're gonna have to follow, and uh, I'm already I'm only two minutes in, so that's great. There is a huge controversy about vaping. Uh, the Center for Disease Control found that many people using electronic cigarettes have sustained a, quote, lung injury, end quote. And the reason I have to put quotes in there is, what's the lung injury? I, I'm not exactly sure. The, according to the CDC, over 800 people have suffered from this lung injury and 16 have actually died. We're going to get to the 16 who died in a few moments because I think maybe this is going to be something a little different. Uh, for those who don't know what an e-cigarette is, according to CDC, quote, I'm not making this up. This is a quote. E-cigarettes work by heating liquid to produce an aerosol. Nothing is good with an aerosol. That users inhale into their lungs. That aerosol may contain nicotine, tetrahydrocannabinoid, uh, which is THC, which you find in weed, and cannabinoid, which is something you, uh, CBD, which you also find in weed. Other substances and additives to keep it an oil, I guess. I don't know. THC is a psychoactive mind-altering compound of marijuana that produces the high. And this is all from the CDC. I didn't make any of that up because I obviously am very anti-drugs and you're probably going to hear me. The CDC does have some interesting statistics. They found that 77% were using newly legalized THC products, and 36 of those who had this lung injury uh, 
used e-cigarettes exclusively for THC products. It's getting interesting here. But what is scary is what they don't know. They find no correlation between the injuries and there really is just not enough data in to make a decision on what is causing this. There is no brand, specific brand, that is injuring people. There is no specific flavor of e-cigarette that is injuring people. They really have no idea what's causing this problem. Of course, the Democrats are going to do what they always do, and they're going to take action without knowing what the hell's going on, uh, which is not good. They are trying to ban e-cigarettes, or at least make the argument to ban e-cigarettes. Most doctors say that e-cigarettes, and by the way, they had a um, they had a hearing at the House Oversight Committee, and they interviewed a bunch of doctors, and the doctors say, well, yeah, if you're going to suck on anything that is heated, anything that is an aerosol, it's going to hurt your, it's actually going to hurt your lungs. That kind of makes sense. Usually, lung cancer is caused by high amounts of tar and high amounts of burned tendrils, whatever they're called, in the lungs. And you end up with, and the body overcompensates in the healing process and actually starts overproducing uh, cells for healing. And then you end up with a a tumor, which is cancer. Um, But there was one person there that actually confronted the doctors and said that, she basically said that, you know, yeah, e-cigarettes aren't great for you, but they got me off of smoking. I had to listen to 15 doctors say how bad it was, but this one gal who spent the most time up there in over being interviewed, said that, well, e-vaping, e-cigarettes or vaping actually saved her life because she probably, she quit smoking because of it. I have a video on dumbassestalkingpolitics.com with her entire testimony. It's about 20 minutes long. It's really long. It's her opening statement. But she makes a fantastic argument. Uh, So listen to a clip from um, Vicki Porter. Thank you very much. Um, My name is Vicki Porter. I'm from Lake Mills, Wisconsin. I'm 51 years old. I started smoking cigarettes in college. You know what? I even remember the evening I started smoking. I just gotten dressed to go out and I was listening to jazz records, drinking Irish coffee. I spotted a pack of Benson and Hedges ultralights that a friend had left behind in my dorm room. So feeling invincible, I took out one of those cigarettes and I lit it. Because what goes better with whiskey and jazz, right, than a cigarette? Is it me or does this gal sound like the sexiest human being you've ever heard of? Listens to jazz, in college, feels invincible, uh, drinking whiskey, wants a cigarette. I'm sorry, right off the bat, she's already won me over. I don't even need to listen to the rest of her thing, but I'll let you listen to it. After a few years of this smoking lifestyle, I realized it's not cool. 
It was revolting and embarrassing and deadly. But quitting smoking is very, very, very hard. Nobody tells you that. Just to point something out, she's not blaming anybody. She's blaming herself. This was a stupid decision that she made when she was in college. Um, and I think that's probably part of the reason that Rashida Tlaib went off on this gal. And unfortunately for Rashida Tlaib, this gal went off on her. So let's keep going. And I'm going to be cutting a little bit out. I, I know. I, I don't want you to have to hear the whole thing. Over the years, I tried to quit many times using many techniques. I tried cold turkey, nicotine gum, nicotine patches, all approved by the FDA. I tried two FDA-approved drugs, even tried one of those drugs twice. I tried hypnosis tw twice. I tried some hocus-pocus called laser acupuncture. All failures. By now, I was around 40 years old, and I figured I just learned to live, to be content, to die a smoker, probably uh, gasping for air like my grandmother and mother did when they died of lung cancer. Years ago now, a coworker of mine showed me an online ad for e-cigarettes. The promise was smoking without the harm or smell. So I ordered one because I thought, what if it's real? What if it's real? And as it turns out, it's actually real. Around 2010, I stopped smoking only because of e-cigarettes. It literally changed and probably saved my life. This is true. The cessation is the issue. It's having something in your mouth. It's having something that makes you feel like you're smoking. That's what's important. It's not necessarily the nicotine. And I learned this through my attempts at quitting chewing. Nine years later, my doctor says my lungs are healthy. I can climb stairs without being winded. I exercise four times a week. I can walk for miles and miles. I can do things now I haven't done since before my lungs became overwhelmed with the filth and deadly toxicity of cigarettes. Vaping is a health miracle to me because without it, I'd probably be on my way to a lung cancer diagnosis. Right? A, a, a pretty darn good story. And here's the problem. Here's the problem she had. Her reality, Miss Porter's reality is not the reality that fits the narrative of the left. She, I'm going to give you a little personal information. I, I chew tobacco. Not as much as I used to, but I do. I've actually vaped to lower my need for nicotine. It worked for the most part. I've gone five, six months. I've got a couple times I've gone a year without chewing simply because of vaping. It does meet some of the requirements. It, it's a, it, it meets something in my mouth. It meets more. Nicotine isn't the only thing that creates that desire. What's more, I never had problems with my lungs. Heck, I'm a runner. You, you knew this from this weekend. I run a lot. And I never had problems with my lungs. But Porter's argument doesn't go with this narrative of the left that is trying to control absolutely everything. And Rashida Tlaib wanted to make sure that everyone knew it. There was something wrong with Miss Porter. She had a narrative. The problem with Tlaib is she's an 
absolute and complete idiot. This is why Alexander, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, the leader of the squad and the de facto speaker of the house, is the leader of the squad. Because the other three are not only unattractive, not only overtly racist, but they're just dumber. And that's really hard to say because AOC is the dumbest human being. I think I, I can't even think. I, the gal just doesn't know when to shut up. But she is really dumb. But I think her problem is we find how dumb she is because she says so many things. The others don't say that much. They're not recorded because they're not pretty. But this is an example of dumbness. I'm going to break this audio into this audio snippet. It's only about a minute. This may kill my podcast tonight because I may have to go with the other two stories tomorrow because it, this is just so dumb. It's about a minute and 30 seconds. I'm going to break it up and uh, I'm going to tell you why everything she just said was absolutely stupid. So now, without further ado, I present you with Rashida Tlaib. Uh, when I was little, they said non-smoking or smoking section. And the kids are like, what? And I was like, yeah, they would say non-smoking or smoking because they smoked in cigarettes in public places like uh, restaurants, hospitals, schools, planes, and the kids' eyes are wide. And they're like, what? That's unbelievable. And I said, yes, even though scientists... People were saying secondhand smoking was worse, was worse than directly smoking cigarettes. Two things here. One, whenever someone says like in the middle of a sentence, for me, as an English literature major, this bothers me. This makes you look sound like an absolute idiot. It, it's just no good. The second thing, secondhand smoke is worse than actually smoking? Really? Really? That's your big argument? Secondhand smoke is worse than smoking. Well, here's the whole problem. And I know what she's trying to get out of this whole thing. But if I'm vaping, there's no secondhand smoke. And you don't even know what carcinogens are causing the problem with vaping. This is just an absolute, just a very dumb idea. Very dumb way to start. She it, Just listen to her. Here we go. Second part. And even though health expert, experts and others were coming forward, you had big industry, corporate greed, misleading information out there to the public, what the real, out, real impact was on health. Oh, so it's corporate greed. It's not that an individual makes a decision. It's those greedy corporations again. I, uh, or maybe Miss Porter made a decision. She was suffering from consequences from that decision. And she made another decision to make up for the bad decision she made before. Maybe the corporations had nothing to do with it. Just more Green New Deal crap. And so it's so important that you all continue to speak truth. This is the most overused phrase in politics. 
you must speak truth. No, a truth is one way or the other. She is speaking truth. She's speaking truth from her experience. <coughs> her experience said that e-cigarettes helped her stop smoking. And basically, when you hear anyone sit back and say, you must speak truth, it basically means, I don't know what I'm going to say right now. So, obviously, I don't agree with what you're saying, but you must speak truth, which is what I believe in. This is crap. Whenever sits back, whenever anyone sits back and says, you must speak truth, argument done, debate over, move on. Nothing to see here because you're not going to convince this individual. Uh, about this um, because the long-term effects is very dangerous, especially because they have been targeted towards youth. And then, you know, Ms. Porter, I was reading because I want to know more about you. And, and your beliefs, and I, I respect that. We all have different beliefs, but you call yourself a con con converted conservative and reformed Marxist. Are you a conspiracy theorist? I, I think my politics are entirely irrelevant to this hearing. Oh, okay. Why were you winking at one of my colleagues on the other side of the aisle? You winked. Because I know Glenn Grothman. Oh, that's what it, so the winking, did he He introduced me. Oh, He's a friend of mine. Okay, I understand. I didn't know what the winking was because I thought maybe there was something like a conspiracy thing going on there. I didn't know. You think there's a conspiracy in this no, hearing, ma'am? No, I actually think people are speaking truth here, and you can provide information. May, may, I, ad not may I address the no, truth? No, no, uh, no. Well, the truth to you is very different for the majority of people in this room who do right. believe that t uh, children the are truth being truth for me is I quit smoking sir. with these Let's cigarettes the and so did 8 You're million other smoking, people. You're Let's still smoking. Thanks. I'm not smoking. And that's what the left does. They attack. They attack you personally. She had no argument for Miss Porter. She had absolutely no argument for Miss Porter. And so it must be that she's sleeping with a uh, Republican. It must be that she is a Republican or a conservative. It must be that um, it must be that there's something wrong with her. So therefore, that's why she's the way she is. She quit smoking because of e-cigarettes, and yet she said, Ali, uh, Rashida Tlaib sits there and says, well, no, you're still a smoker. And she said, no, I'm not. I've stopped smoking. I've she hasn't been smoking for several years. And Rashida Tlaib really made an ass out of herself. She did not prove her point. And the second that the left, and I'm talking the left, decides that I, I don't know how to argue this, they run away and they start attacking you personally. And the great thing about Miss Porter, she was not having any of it. And she actually sat there and said, no, let me tell you what's going on. And they actually had to have another Democrat say, no, we're done. Your time's up. It's over. Done. Because that's what they do. And this whole thing we talk about with the, um, uh, with the impeachment thing, it's the same thing. Adam Schiff makes up. A conversation that Trump had with, 
the president of Ukraine. That wasn't what Trump said. He never said any of that. So let's just forget it, right? Let's just drop it because we just, there's nothing to see here now, which is why the news media never published any of that. I had to find that on a conservative blog. It wasn't even on Fox News. I had to find this on a conservative blog. Okay, I'm definitely not going to get through my three stories today, so the Joker thing is going to have to wait till tomorrow because this next story involves health. And since e-cigarettes, there seems to be a real debate about e-cigarettes and health, let's talk about this story tonight, and then we'll just move on to the Joker story tomorrow. Every once in a while, I listen. I, I actually go to liberal websites. I, I go to Vox.com. I go to HuffPo.com. Vox.com, their articles are really, 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 really long, so I don't even bother with them. But... HuffPo always has pretty short content and it's just as left wing and just as crazy. There was a story by a gal named um, Allison Stevenson and she's a contributing editor, which is what the HuffPo does because they don't want to actually um, pay people. And it basically says, please, the title of the article is, please don't tell me I'm confident for being sexy while fat. Now, we've heard a lot of stories about heavy people, body shaming, crap like that. Okay. Now, just to let you know, I don't body shame. I will not talk, even with the dearest friend unless it's about how that person can lose weight, I will not actually insult them in that way. There are 50... I will insult a person via their race before... I will not insult, but I'll make fun of someone because of their race before I will talk about something that I'm pretty sure is going to be really offensive. So, for example, I've got a friend. He's black. He's heavy. And I will make fun of the fact that he's black through typical stereotypes. And nothing bad. He knows me. We've been together for a long time. I will make fun of the stereotype, but I will never comment about his weight because I know that that's going to be hard. And if you've listened to my last uh, two podcasts, or no, the podcast before the baseball thing, and football thing. If you listen to the podcast I produced this weekend, you'll know that I was fat. So it, it's a real thing. It's a real thing. Well, this story by Allison Stevens is about, this, about her, and it's about how she is something that she refers to herself as a, quote, fat slut, end quote. The girl is a heavy woman, obese. I, I, I guess it's obese. I'm not sure if she's obese or not, but she's, she's heavy. She's big. And she's on Instagram and she posts semi-nude photos of herself. Okay, no big deal. Most in Instagram posts are women who post themselves semi-nude. 
And when I say semi-nude, I mean she's got underwear on, she's got a bra on. I, she's, she's not doing anything really bizarre. Except she's really big. The piece talks about how she learned to be confident in her body and that allows her to actually go in and post naked pictures or semi-nude pictures of herself and she loves the she loves the attention she gets because some men will actually sit back and tell her how sexy she is and how they want to F her and all of that stuff. Okay, um, I think that's weird. I can't lie. It's weird. I, I do not post pictures of myself on the internet and I'm not fat by any stretch of the imagination. I'm actually in pretty good shape. But I don't post pictures of myself to get a response from people. So right off the bat, I don't understand the reasoning. And I've seen the pictures, and it, you can see it at the HuffPo. If you go to dumbassestalkingpolitics.com, you can actually read the article, and it is kind of weird. I can't lie. One of the things she said was, I can't believe how brave you are. Uh, she's being told, I can't believe how brave you are to actually have this kind of confidence. And she's insulted by this. She's like, well, this is okay. Why do I have to be brave to be me, to be fat or heavy or obese? I don't know what you want to call it, okay? Listen, I think it's awesome that someone can feel confident and sexy. I think our society messes us, messes us up with this stuff where the perfect body is for a woman. It's someone who is 190 pounds and a man is someone who's got 16 abs protruding from their body. Okay. I get that. That's fine. And most people don't have those kind of bodies and they can never have those kind of bodies. Whether they won't have that body because they're physically unable to do it. And maybe this this gal, Stevenson, she can't have this body. She's got some problems. I don't know. And I think, for example, I'm proud of my body. I have no problem with my body. It's not the greatest body in the world. I don't look like those guys I see on Twitter or Instagram. And that's absolutely fine. And it's, it's great that our society kind of promotes that. It is. And the reason is because it's kind of like, you know, let's just... Why do we have to celebrate the perfect body? And we've been celebrating these perfect bodies for ages. So I, I have no problem with what she's basically saying. And in her entire article, it doesn't say that she has a thyroid problem or that she eats 16 Big Macs a day. It, do, it doesn't bring that up. So I can't make any assumptions on the article or about her, about Stevenson. But I think that the reality is there is there are health issues 
with being obese. And I've seen literally probably 20, 30 articles where they say fat shaming, quote, fat shaming, end quote, and I'm sexy because I'm fat. Sports Illustrated actually put an obese woman in their swimsuit issue. That's fine. I That's absolutely fine. But here's the thing. Being obese is just flat out not healthy. And you should work to stop yourself from being obese. Obese leads to hypertension, leads to heart conditions, it leads to diabetes, amongst other things. And I think it's really bad when we start promoting crap like that. That needs to stop. You want to be sexy and and heavy and obese, that's fine. And it's good that you feel sexy and obese because it helps your self-esteem which is nothing more than pride okay but that is not your pride being fulfilled is not necessarily the way you should be if you're dead at 39 from a heart attack and by the way more women have heart attacks than men do Women are just as susceptible to heart disease than men. So I think it is a disservice by these um, news outlets to sit back and say, oh, it's okay that you're fat. Go, Go for it. And the only reason I use fat is she used fat in her article. She never called herself obese. She called herself fat. And I know a lot of women who are very heavy and I'm very attracted to. So she's right. You can be very heavy and still attractive. But that doesn't mean it's good for you. We have gotten to a point where diversity is so important. We're not looking at reality. Diversity is so important that a man can say that he's a woman, beat the garbage out of real women in a track competition and say, well, no, that's a woman. There's a reality. There is a science. And though we shouldn't shame people who are obese or heavy, because we all are, let's face it. I, I think probably the men with the 15 abs and the women who weigh 90 pounds and have a 16-inch waist, those are rarities. They're exceptions. And quite honestly, I don't think they're that sexy. But we can't ignore the fact that if you have an obesity problem, You shouldn't be proud of it. You should still try to fix it. And not sit back and say, well, I'm not going to fix it because there are other people out there that think it's sexy. It's just not a good way to be. Hey, follow me on Twitter, at RunninFool, R-U-N-N-I-N, 
F-E-W-L. Please visit my show notes at www.dumbassestalkingpolitics.com. I actually have an awesome video from SNL. I think it was a great video. It's it's the debates that parodies the impeachment trial. I think is fantastic. Uh, SNL finally decided to parody the Democratic candidates. And just so that you know, I actually do watch SNL. I like SNL. I think some of the times they, they go a little bit over the top, but whatever. Um it's a gr- it's a great clip. You can watch it. You can watch Miss Porter's full opening statement. I gave you literally a minute, uh, maybe two minutes of her statement, and it's twenty minutes long. You can watch Rashida Tlaib make an ass out of herself for the minute and thirty seconds, it's straight, and that would be great. Um, you can download or listen to this podcast on. Uh, on uh, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Podcast Addict, and YouTube. You've listened, this is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics.